with KSOM and KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. Good afternoon. A prescribed burn in Montgomery County went out of control on Wednesday. Mandy Billings has the details. Montgomery County Emergency Management Director Brian Hammond said shortly after noon, Montgomery County Conservation staff were working on a small prescribed burn at the Anderson Conservation Area just northeast of Red Oak. Their initial plan yesterday was to burn about one or two acres of grassland. Um, With that, they'd taken the proper steps of having their water sources nearby, their fire breaks, their back burns, things that you wouldn't normally do during a prescribed burn. And during that time, their fire was going good. It was progressing nice and slow. And uh, shortly after 1 o'clock, around 1.15, they had a sudden change in the wind direction, wind speed, fire conditions rapidly grew. And at that time, the fire went out of control and beyond their capabilities. Um, therefore creating the large response to the area fire department. The small one to two acre burn turned into 115 acres. Montgomery County Conservation said although things didn't go as planned, all that was burned was scheduled to be completed anyway, just at a much slower pace. Brian Hammond said yesterday's fire showed how fire conditions can rapidly intensify and become uncontrollable in a very short amount of time, even when proper precautions and steps are taken beforehand. It's definitely dry. We're back to those extreme conditions once again. Um, Obviously, we had some precipitation over the winter, but it's since dried out. We haven't got um, much rain, if any. You know, the snow that we had was um, here and gone, it seems like. And then we're getting those unseasonably warm days, windy days that, you know, are not uncommon for this part of the country, especially in the springtime. Um, But moving forward, you know, it's, it's definitely a concern. Yesterday was our first, you know, major fire within the county. I don't really want to throw out that burn man word yet, but it is always a possibility, especially if our call volume increases um, and things like that. It'll be something that we monitor, especially here going into the next couple weeks. If we don't get any moisture, limited moisture, um, I would assume that we'll probably start seeing those burn bands pop up across southwest Iowa once again. The Red Oak, Stanton, Villisca, Grant, and Elliott Fire Departments responded to the fire Wednesday afternoon. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. Well, two people were injured in a single-vehicle rollover accident in Guthrie County last week. The Guthrie County Sheriff's Office says the crash happened on February 15th at 12.35 p.m. on Frontier Road. 43-year-old Eric Ireland of Scranton was driving a 2017 GMC Arcadia southbound when he crossed the center line, crossed the northbound lane, and entered the east ditch where the SUV struck a field entrance, went airborne, landed nose first, and overturned onto its top. The front seat passenger, 35-year-old Bridget Perez of Stratton, was ejected through the windshield and landed on the ground. The vehicle vaulted over her, missing her by mere feet. Eric Ireland was also not wearing his seatbelt and landed upside down on the interior roof of the SUV. Perez and Ireland were transported to the Guthrie County Hospital by Stewart EMS and Adair EMS and both suffered significant injuries, but the injuries are not believed to be life-threatening. A juvenile female born in 2014 was in the back seat of the SUV restrained in a car seat and was not hurt. Eric Ireland states that he believes he fell asleep prior to the collision. He was cited for failure to prove security against liability accident-related, failure to maintain control, and failure to use safety belt. Bridget Perez was cited for failure to use a safety belt. That accident is under investigation. 
Creston police arrested two people on Wednesday for failure to appear and another charged with harassment. Police arrested 27-year-old Talia Lynn Barnes of Creston at her residence for first-degree harassment. Officers transported Barnes to the Adams County Jail. No bond was set, pending an appearance in front of a judge and a protection order entered. Creston police arrested 37-year-old Bridget Gabrielle Carroll of Afton on a charge of failure to appear in court. Police transported Carroll to the Adams County Jail. She was held on no bond pending an appearance in front of a magistrate and served jail time previously ordered. Lanning City Council approved a resolution authorizing bid letting and setting the date for the public hearing on the Splash Pad project. Dave Sturm with Snyder & Associates said they have reached the point where they're ready to go out for bid. Uh, currently we plan to take bids before your second March meeting. So the bid letting would be on Friday, March 15th at 2 p.m. And then if we do receive good bids, we would act on them at your council meeting on March 20th. Uh, we currently have the project set up for a completion date of just before Labor Day in 24. There has been some concern from some contractors saying that that might be too tight and it might reflect poorly on the bids. If that is the case, we have time that we could rebid it in April and, and act on those bids at the May meeting if we needed to. Sturm said it would be best to wait to start the project until after the Splash Pad Committee receives word on the CAT grant. If by chance a project comes in over budget, they can always remove a feature or two from the Splash Pad to get within budget and then put them in at a later date if more donations come in. The project is estimated at around 600000 It was noted that there has been some in-kind giving for this project. I do believe the grading work is being donated so the site will be cleared and graded. And also AMU has agreed to provide the water service to the site as well as the electric service to the site at no cost to the project. A public hearing will be held on March the 20th. Harlan City Administrator Gene Getty said the City Council Tuesday evening that they received a grant for construction of the Highway 44 River access along the West Nishnabotna River. He said this will provide a safer and more updated access for river enthusiasts. The project started four years ago, almost five years ago, and it was a competitive grant. We applied last year and submitted an application this year. There were six applications from the DNR Water Trails Development Group. Four were awarded. We were one of those four. And of the half a million, uh, we were the largest grantee of $218,500. The project includes a concrete ramp, a turnaround lane, staging area, parking lot, and access road. The total cost is $506,000.